We want to thank Halal Shack for their support of the Daily Orange this week. The wait is finally over. Notfest Roadshow is back. October 5th, St. Joseph's Health Amphitheater in Lakeview. Featuring Slipknot with Kill Switch Engage, Fever 333, and Code Orange. On sale now by tickets at LiveNation.com. Visit NotFestRoadshow.com for more. Coming up on this week's sportscast. I haven't heard the noise of the dome. That sound, it stays with you. You understand that that's not normal. Our motto is defend our house. We want to make sure we're defending our house and making it hard for the other team to win. On today's episode, we try to capture exactly what Saturday meant for the Syracuse football community. You'll hear from tailgaters and those that went to the game. Then we bring you an exclusive interview with Jonathan Danilich, last year's president of Otto's Army and current senior advisor for the organization. As the main liaison between SU Athletics and SU Athletics fans, Danilich gives us an inside look into some of the decision-making and exciting projects that SU Athletics and Otto's Army have come up with and what the last year and a half looked like for the student fan organization that didn't have games to go to until late in the 2020 lacrosse season. I'm Arab Tomajim there. This is the Daily Orange Sportscast. Before and during Saturday's game, we interviewed multiple Syracuse fans and students on how this renewed college football game day experience felt. Here's what they had to say about being allowed to tailgate and return to the Dome. So I'm Donato. I've been to Syracuse about four years now. Uh, recently, you know, became more of a fan when I lived out here. Um, always been a Syracuse fan because, you know, just from the local perspective of it, but, uh, you know, I've really been getting more into it since I lived out here. You know, I was here for the last game in the old Dome. The first game in the new dome for lacrosse, and this the first game with fans everywhere across the dome. It's awesome. This is my first big game, you know. Um, fans being back in the stands in full capacity is, is great, you know. Um, on my voice, I'm probably going to lose it by tomorrow, but it's been really exciting this first half. With the pandemic, we've gone through so much stuff over the past 18 months plus. And I think it's just, sometimes you just need a little respite from that. And sports can do that. Sports has always done that. To gain more insight into the return of the student section, we chatted with Jonathan Danilich, former president and current senior advisor for Otto's Army. They've had back and forth communication with SU Athletics to help facilitate a safe and fun return to the Dome for Syracuse students. On the Friday before the game, Otto's Army held a sort of pep rally to introduce freshmen and sophomores to the traditions of the SU student section. The freshmen and sophomore classes, of course, at that point had not yet had a chance to go to a football game inside the Dome as students. This interview with Jonathan recorded prior to that pep rally also hints at some potential future plans for games later in the season, including this weekend against Albany. 
Thank you so much, Jonathan, for coming on. I know you have a pretty busy schedule. We are recording this the Friday before the game. You have a pep rally scheduled in a couple of hours that are trying to get some of the newer kids on campus that have actually never been inside the Dome. And then we have the game tomorrow, which I'm sure there must be a lot of excitement, a lot of anticipation for. And that's what I want to start with. For you, you were telling me before we started recording this that you haven't been to a game, a football game at the Dome since your sophomore year. You are now a senior what is going through your head as you anticipate going there tomorrow? Yeah, my head is I was president the wrong year is honestly what I'm thinking. But no, I'm kidding. No, I'm just really excited. I, I love Syracuse athletics. Obviously, I wouldn't have gotten to the place that I am right now without that. But really, I'm, I'm just excited because there are so many. We have a unique opportunity, like you said. There are so many different groups of kids on campus that we have never connected with before. And we have never seen in the dome before, like the sophomores last year, they've never been to a football game. So we basically have two freshman classes to teach everything to. And it's, it's a really exciting time. The student section is, is last I checked 200 away from being sold out. It's a big return to the dome. We're going to have a lot of people there. With a return like this, what have been maybe some of the the preparation that's gone on behind the scenes for you guys at, at Otto's Army to get ready for, you know, what you guys are trying to make a very special return to the Dome, I'm sure. Yeah, we've been in constant conversation with Syracuse Athletics from basically the middle of the summer. I was going to say the time we stepped foot on campus, but we've been talking to them for a long time before that. Basically, our biggest thing was messaging, making sure that freshmen and sophomores that weren't on our email list got on our email list, everything like that. We had our biggest day that I can ever remember in Otto's Army yesterday. The student involvement fair, we had about four or 500 freshmen sign up for the email list. That's never happened before. So we're having a big week and that hopefully that'll continue with the pep rally tonight. Yeah. Tell me a little bit more about that. Cause that sounds, I mean, that's a big, big turnout. What is the, the normal turnout that you guys would have expected? We've never done something like this before. We were invited to the barn center. There's like an athletics fair or something tonight. And we have our own room. They wanted us to come in and teach the freshmen. It's not, it's not a big like pep rally. Like it's not like you're in a high school gym or anything, but it's like, it's going to be enough that we can, you know, teach kids, our traditions, and we can get everyone on board. Our, our motto is defend our house. We want to make sure we're defending our house and making it hard for the other team to win. People don't really understand that, especially the freshmen and sophomore coming in, the dome has a roof. There's no other college football stadium in the power five that has a roof. So when a team comes here, they don't really expect how loud it is in there. It's going to be super loud tomorrow, especially with the number of students we have. And we're just really excited. And, and this pep rally tonight is going to prepare us first and foremost, but also everyone who hasn't been in the dome for, you know, defending our house tomorrow.
Now, you mentioned a little bit about how you guys have been in contact with SE officials. You know, they help put together this, you know, we'll, we'll call it a pep rally. And, you know, what other communication were you guys having with SU throughout the past few months, even dating back to last spring when you guys were able to go into some lacrosse games towards the end of their seasons? Yeah, it's been dating to last fall. We've been pushing to get in, you know, last fall when everything was a lot less certain. Uh, things aren't certain now. There's a lot of uncertainty now, but back in the fall when the vaccines hadn't come out yet and, you know, everything like that, we were still pushing to get in because there were a lot of NFL teams doing it safely. And there were studies going on about NFL, you know, teams. There's, there weren't, their cases weren't rising. They were socially distanced. There were masks. It was, it was, conducted in a way that we thought could happen on campus. And basically the issue was New York state gave the athletics department and us a lot of trouble. And I don't blame them for that. You know, you don't want to have a major incident at a college. It looks really bad for the entire state. So we we've been trying to get back into the dome for a long time. Uh, We did think we were going to get back for basketball like we actually thought there was a great possibility that that would happen but we ended up getting back for lacrosse and that was really really great and we also started new traditions at lacrosse games that we've never had before and it was just a great time because it was it was a weird time but it was you could tell that the Syracuse passion from these new students that had never been in the dome was just awesome. And we're going to see that times 10 tomorrow, I think. So it's going to be great. Now you were president last year of Otto's Army. What are some of the conversations maybe that you remember specifically, especially you were saying that you guys really did think that maybe during basketball season, there was a chance that you guys would be able to get back in the dome. There were contingency plans for us to get back for the last couple of basketball games. That that's basically all it was, was if, if New York state gave us the the go ahead then we would be able to get back in and they didn't do that until lacrosse season so that that's all that really happened there wasn't much to it but you know we've been last year and I'm not just saying this because I was president but we've never been in a club we've never been in a position like we are right now like our current president our current administration is doing unreal stuff We've never had as many members as we've had right now. And I think that's due partly to the fact that no one's been in the dome for 650 days. I think people are just really excited. We did, we expected a lot of people to want to sign up for Otto's Army yesterday. We didn't expect the numbers we got, like no chance. And it'll be more tomorrow and we'll be out on the quad before the game on Saturday too. So we're doing great. And the fact that we went through a pandemic and we came out of it even stronger than we went into it, that's just a testament to everyone in the club. And it's really exciting times. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of leads into what I wanted to touch on next anyways, is that coming out of a pandemic, I mean, like you were saying that obviously there's maybe less uncertainty now than there was last fall, but there is still a lot of uncertainty, a lot of unknowns about, you know, not just football, about even just being on campus at SU. Was the main worry coming into the year that, you know, would the numbers be as good as they were before? And what was... I'm sure there must've been a lot of relief in getting as many numbers as you guys did yesterday, but what were, you know, some of the conversations that you guys were having over the summer, maybe. 
there was definitely some worry that we would have problems getting attendance at games because obviously if, if you think about it, a, a fully vaccinated campus, right? We have 98% of our students vaccinated. That's a really good starting point. But like you said, there's a lot of uncertainty and who knows, maybe halfway through this season cases rise like crazy and, and we, you know, have to cut people don't go. I, I really don't think there's going to be a time when we shut down completely again, like last year, or the last two years, because I think we know enough about the virus and we know enough about the vaccines that we should be all right. But it, it is still a concern to be completely honest that, you know, halfway through the season, we might not be having half of the student section full because people don't want to risk going to games like that. And that's completely understandable if new information and stuff like that comes out. But what we have been saying since the very beginning is whenever we're allowed back in the dome full capacity, that crowd is going to be crazy. It's been so long. And I personally didn't expect the student section to sell out for Rutgers for the first game. I, I didn't think that that would happen, but it, it it's going to. And it's really cool to see. And I'm I'm very excited. What's maybe been some of the, the work to ensure that all of this can be done safely? You know, I do kind of want to just get like more of a behind the scenes look from from your eyes, you know, as an advisor now, like what have, you know, the the top, I guess the president, the new president and the advisors, what have been some of the, I guess, issues that you guys have had to wrinkle out through these past few weeks, maybe to prepare for this? There's been a lot of things that we've tried to plan that athletics has told us, you know, hold off on that. There'll be some Otto's Army stuff that has been said in the past and the chants that have been done in the past that maybe we won't have this time, but we're going to be trying to make it as authentic as possible. And we do have some new traditions that we'll be introducing this year. I can't say too much about it, but the second game we'll have, we'll have some special for Albany, get to the game two hours early or an hour early or get to get to the game before the the kickoff just trust me on that one that's all i'll say so has it just been i guess constant back and forth between you and su the athletics department and us we have we're closer than we've ever been right now obviously if you go on our student page like otto's army it says like we are the the bridge between students and SU athletics. We want to make the game day experience as good as possible. That's always been true, but right now it's been more back and forth. I've been answering emails all day about, you know, Otto's army trying to solve some problems within student attendance and stuff like that. So, you know, athletics really looks at us as a way to, get into students heads basically what what do students want to see you know and that's why this club is super important because if you go to games if you want to see changes in what's happening during the games and stuff like that come out to our general body meetings suggest things to us we want to bring suggestions to athletics we want to make the student experience as great as possible at games and we also want to defend our house and make sure that 
Rutgers comes into that dome and they feel us tomorrow and they will. What has that, I guess, back and forth been like? Has SU Athletics been very, I guess, open? How have you kind of felt about the relationship that you guys have built over the last few months? I am very proud of it because it wasn't as good as this for a long time. And it's, it's important, though, because when athletics is thinking of things to do for students, who's the first people that you should ask? the students so and they've they know that and they they're doing the right thing and they've been a a pleasure to work with and hopefully we're being a pleasure back to them but there has been some nagging sometime but uh you know it's it is what it is it's uh it's just I'm not sure if I'm supposed to go into the details of conversations and stuff like that they don't really like me going into that but what i will say is that we are working together to make sure that students love their time in the dome and i'm very confident they will what is the most excited you are about being back in the dome what are you most excited to do i haven't heard the noise of the dome or really any sporting event i went to some baseball games over the summer and baseball fans are not the same as college football fans. It's just not, it's not the same. And for all the freshmen and sophomores out there listening to this after the game, you'll know what I'm talking about. That sound, it stays with you. You understand that that's not normal. I remember when we played Clemson, my sophomore year, they, they, measured the decibel level on the field and it was higher than a jet engine. No kidding. Like that's how loud it is in there. So it's, it's, I'm, I'm excited to just hear that. Honestly, I know that's not like, that's probably a weird answer, but like that sound is, is it's different. It's different. No, I mean, I, I totally get that. I mean, it is, especially inside the dome, like you said, with the roof, it's a very different atmosphere. I'm sure a lot of freshmen and sophomore that are going to have their first taste of it this, you know, this fall, even if they're not going to the Rutgers game, whenever they go to their first game, it is a very, very unique experience. Well, I wanted to thank you again for taking the time to join us to tell us a little bit about what's going on with the students being able to go back to these games. It's been a long time coming. I know that you guys had obviously some experience going to some of the lacrosse games last year, but I'm, I'm sure there's nothing that compares to college football. Not at all. There's nothing that compares. And when basketball season comes around, Syracuse is a basketball school. Syracuse is also a football school. My freshman year, we won 10 games. And the big reason why they won 10 games is because they won all of their games at home. And there's a reason why they won all of their games at home also, and it's because the fans. And the players themselves will tell you that, will tell you that it does make a difference. So when we say defend our house, it's not just a corny like saying. It, it really does make a difference when it's packed in there and everyone is making noise. Well, I'm sure they're looking forward to having you guys help defend the house all throughout the season. Thank you, Jonathan. Absolutely. Thank you. 
On Saturday, the Dome again became a spot of unity in Syracuse. The landmark and the game day experience, though both slightly altered from before, still served as a beacon to bring a community back together in a way few other events can. For the first time in over a year and a half, a Saturday afternoon was simply spent cheering your voice hoarse, trying to will Syracuse past an age-old rival. And the best part, it wasn't just in your living room, but surrounded by 31,940 other people. It's the start of a journey that Jonathan, myself, along with every other Syracuse fan, hopes will continue for the next eight months, not just going through football slate of games, but stretching through till the conclusion of the lacrosse season in the late spring. We want to thank everyone who took time out to speak with us to help capture what a special day of football it was for the Syracuse community, and we hope there's plenty more to come. I'm Arab Thomajimder, the host and editorial director. Mariah Humiston is our podcast editor. Adam McCaffrey and Anthony Allen are the assistant digital editors. Adam Wolf is our music producer, and Nick Luttrell is the executive producer of our show.